how many of you all have a personal branded website? Now, I don't know if you've ever heard me talk about this before, but I think I did maybe once, but not on this podcast. And he was like, if you do, you know, share it with me. And, um, you know, if you just have LinkedIn as your profile and no other um, website or anything, you know, why like, what's your thoughts on it? Why not? Why or why not? And so when I was a startup founder, I mean, of course, you never stop being some type of <laughs> founder. Who knows? I'm, I'm still young. But when I first got started, um, I know that there's biases in the industry. You know, I get it because they're not used to seeing someone like me. So there's assumptions that are made at first. And so I got really tired of people always saying, so, you know, I would, let's say I pitched. And I said, so, mm, what's your background? Right. And so I would be like, well, you know, I'm an engineer and then I went and did my MBA and these are some of the things I did before that. And they're just like, oh, now they want to talk. And it's like, I hate, and, I, and I've said this on many occasions, I hate leading with my credentials because why do I have to prove that I'm qualified right. to do this? You didn't ask that to anyone else, you know? So right. it really just got to be. But I'm one of those people, of course, nothing is going to stop me. If I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. And um, so I was like, all right, I know that I'm annoyed by that. So I'm just going to create a website that had this just a personal branded website. And it's going to explain my background, things that I've done, you know, where I went to school, you know, events that I've hosted or been invited speaker to, whatever it is, because that'll give them insight into who I am as a person. Works like a charm. And even though that site needs to be um, refreshed design-wise, it needs to be refreshed now, it still works. People ask me, hey, so what do you, I send them the website. If you're, if you're really interested in talking to me, then this is what I'm about. And those that are really about their business are like, oh, yeah, let me, I, I need to get in touch with her. And then other people are just like, oh, I thought it was something else, right? But I don't see anything wrong with having a, I think, I actually think it's really necessary to have a personal branded website if you can you know do it and so in the post i was like yeah i got tired of people asking my background so i created a personal branded um website it still works here it is and i was like by the way i also bought my children's names domain as a domain when they were little because personal branding is not going anywhere and when they get ready for college or whatever it is, they can brand themselves and send people to myname.com. You want to know about me? This is me. And um, so I bought their domains when they were little. And so everybody's like, oh, man, that was smart. That was smart. And it's like, no, it's not. It's just I was just trying to think ahead for the little crumb snatchers because, you know, it's just mm -hmm. it's not going anywhere. Personally. Right. Yeah. I, I got a couple of thoughts on that because I the, the first part is I do is I find it funny, funny is not the right word, but um, interesting um, that y you got, you had to lead with your credentials so much. I, I understand, I understand what you're to. saying there because for the <laughs> longest time I did not have to do that. And oh, shocking. I, Adam. <laughs> I, I know, shocking. I know. I will say that since I spent more time in Atlanta, that that is something that is more required of people in Atlanta than it was in South Carolina. 
um, more required of me, uh, I will say, uh, in Atlanta than in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I imagine you, no matter where you are, you had to matter. leave with your. Uh, but nope. so, I, but I did. I do find that an interesting thing because I, 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 I will have a similar aversion to that to you because it feels like you're bragging or you're this mm-hmm. or that, and and it's it's a weird thing to have to do. And I would, I, it's a bummer that you have to do it so much. That's a, that's. It's, it's actually uncomfortable. It makes me upset. Um, I have to act like it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, that's been my entire career, right? right? I have to act like things that bother me don't. Um, and yes, certain people may see it as bragging, but it's certainly not bragging because you don't know the story behind all of that stuff. Um, and trust me, if you knew the story, you would prefer your life over mine. Trust me. And so I think that um, I think that when people do feel a certain way about it, it's their own insecurities because you haven't done anything to them personally. Um, right. But to be honest with you, especially for founders of color, founders of a certain age, founders that are women, founders that are just underrepresented overall. Um, they experience this, but they don't know how to combat it. And so um, you really can't combat it. It's just like, it's just part of this world. And so I just, to save myself frustration because it makes me upset that I that has to be a part of my life, that webpage just actually stops me from engaging with anyone that doesn't respect me. Just, you know, just as this, it's just, it's unfortunate I have to prove myself like that, but I, I tell this story. It happened to me back in the, in the earlier days of ATDC because ATDC has changed a lot um, since I first started going there. You know, it's, it's grown so much. And, um, you know, we have that class called Investor Readiness, right? So in investor readiness, they had that back then, but it was, it was called something different. And none of the people that are at ATDC right now were there back then. So it's all new folks. But anyways, back then, they used to have the um, investors from ATA um, come to the class, and they were kind of like mentors just for that class. Like now we have our own mentor pool. But back then, it was a partnership with ATA. And so... You had, to, um, you had to pair up with the investor and then you would walk through kind of like the metrics of where you are and if you're investor ready. Um, and then after that, the next time we had class, you had to actually pitch the business, okay? So in that class, I was the only woman and I was the only black person. And when everybody paired up, nobody selected me. So I was just like, okay, you know, I could, I could, and so again, I always had to get that mindset. I could do this on my own, right? And so um, one investor, the one who hadn't paired up with anybody, he's like, hey, I'll take you, right? And so I was just like, okay, <laughs> right? So we started talking, and again, what's the first question he asked me? Yeah, your background. Right? What's my background? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Everybody else, all the other conversations happening in the room, they're getting in to talk about the business. Everybody else. But I'm used to this. And this was before having my personal branded website and all that, right? So this is, like I said, in the very early days of me starting. 
So I said, okay, well, you know, and I explained to him some, and, and um, then he asked me something else. And then he was like, the entire time I was talking, he looked at me the entire time, like just staring. And he was like, hot damn. He slammed the table. He was like, you are the biggest hidden secret in this room. <laughs> he literally slammed the table. And to be honest with you, he was one of my first cheerleaders. Like no one knew that behind the scenes that he was an advisor. We had a relationship where he, I can call him anything to do with the business. He would make introductions. He wanted to invest. Again, with me, I didn't accept anybody's investment dollars. I think I told you the story behind that. But, um, but he wanted to invest. He got other investors to come meet with me. Like, he was my biggest cheerleader. But it started with me correctly, quote unquote, answering that question about what is your background. Hmm. Now, when he said you were the greatest hidden secret in this room, mm -hmm. Was your initial reaction to be offended by that or uh, happy by that or, or take that as a compliment? Uh, I was really indifferent. Yeah. You know, I, I tend not to get excited about it. I don't get outside affirmation. So I know okay. a lot of people, you know, live their lives that way. But since, you know, <laughs> I'm a woman, I'm black, I'm injured. Can you imagine what engineering school is like, right? <laughs> so um, I'm used to not having outside validation. So I don't see, I'm not looking for it. And I'm not expecting it. And so when it comes, it's just very, I don't, it doesn't register with me. Okay. Um, it was, what I would say with him, what it showed afterward, what I really appreciated about, about him is that he, it wasn't, he was true to his word like he saw me as a person right and when he said you know i'm I, I do anything to help you let me know even if you decide not to do this whatever your next thing is i want to be in on it right so and so that is really what you want so i really feel like with him he believed in me but in an authentic way like he was he was just he was true to his word. And I think you don't find a lot of people like that. Like they're always looking, it's always some kind of angle and he didn't have any angle. Right. What in a ideal world, do you think that the question of what is your background should be asked more by across more groups of people, or should it be something that is asked less like like what's what do you, what do you think because i i could understand like someone saying the idea should be that we should ask everybody their background and the fact that you only ask some people um is telling for sure uh, but i could see that there is actually the, the the right thing to do is say everybody lead with your background and then go from there what, what, what do you think, think would be the your preferred way to do that yeah i think that everyone should be asked and i think most people are asked it's just not the first thing they're asked yeah but listen for for those who are typically underrepresented in the industry especially in the tech startup world or in corporate whatever it is whatever they're in and they're under underrepresented um it's it's unfortunate we got we have to lead with that first in order to for anyone to even listen to what we're saying because otherwise it's like what do you know what are you talking about <laughs> and and rightly and you probably there's probably some feeling that 
what your background is has to be like a step above say oh absolutely that pressure is is definitely on but you know for my counterparts you know they don't need to have an engineering degree an mba 20 years in industry you know um and they'll get funded, you know? And um, luckily that wasn't, and not everybody, don't, don't get me wrong, Every, people do struggle, but it's different for women and for people of color. Hands down, there's no, the facts, the data is there, sure. it is what it is. But I think that even sometimes with having those credentials, depending on who you're talking to, um, you know, that's, that's still, th that may not be the reason they do invest in you or don't invest in you. But the key thing to understand, especially when I'm talking to founders, actually when I was speaking with today, is when you're that early, they're actually not investing in the business. They're investing in you as a person because the business is worth nothing. So if someone is asking about your background or what you've done, or they're really trying to get to know you, I'm not offended by that. You know, with some people you can tell they're really trying to get to know you and with other people it's kind of like, why do you deserve my time? Right. You know, and so you can, I have a, I have a, I have definitely discernment when it comes to that. Um, but most investors just want to get to know you because ultimately they're actually investing in you, not the business. And that's when you'll hear those kind of comments where it's like, Hey, even if you decide not to do this, whatever else you do, you know, just keep me, keep me in the loop, keep me posted. Cause they like, they believe that you can pull off whatever you want to pull off um, at any time. I mean, that's, that part, it's gotta be a good feeling, but I, it is, I, you know, I would be super frustrated and I'm, I, I kind of just to say, I, I it's a, a, applaud you to be able to say this is just kind of what it is and i will i will play this game but i'll play this game the way i want to do it i'll make my own website i'll do it. whatever the things are i'll do it the way that i've because i would find um i think i would just have a bigger chip on my shoulder about things and 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 um you know i i it, it was i will say even coming to atlanta um it was a little weird to when you'd have conversations with people and it would be the first thing that some people would lead with. And I was just like, I thought we were kind of getting to know each other and this is how we get to know each other now, I guess. Okay. I understand this language now a little bit more and it's something I will have to work on that pitch of like, what is your story? What have you done? Who, who have you done it for? All these kind of things. Um, and if your opinion is, or your advice is, is any less validated, you know, like it, it, yeah, it, it. I mean, I guess to some degree, I it, it's it, it does prove that you're not just like, oh, you've done this before. I can, you have experience. I understand that side of things, but it, it's also weird to like have to always walk around with a like your CV in your back pocket. Just be like, mm -hmm. here, read this, and here are yeah. some letters of references, and yeah. here, and 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 I guess to some degree, that's what what LinkedIn or your personal website is, that's and it. you know, I, I had to. I had to build one of those as well. Dale Murphy was the greatest baseball player of the 1980s.com. If anybody wants to go to a personal website, that's mine. Um, but it, 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 uh, it just everything as with almost everything in life just gets ticked up a little bit, a couple of extra degrees when you're black woman, it's just that much more stress and 
proving yourself versus, you know, a white man having to do those uh, same thing. So it's, um, yeah, I think, but one of the things too, I talk about too on LinkedIn and I hear other people talk about is ageism. So, um, I think that happens across the board, regardless of color. And I know for a lot of the younger, um, white guys that I work with, and I work with a lot of them in town, you wouldn't know that. Um, but I do. And what they run into is because they're younger, then they're discounted. Or sometimes they're looked upon as the, the, the brilliant genius and they're expecting them to be like Mark Zuckerberg. So, you know, either way, it's kind of like sometimes they're being judged on their age. And of course that happens in tech all the time. But um, I think that un unfairly puts pressure on them as well, that they have to be you know, something that they really don't feel like they are, you know, and, you know, it's just like, well, no, you know, when I speak with them, it's like, well, nobody actually started out like that. Like it's, it's training time. Let's, let's, let's get you there. You know, let's not feel a certain way about it. Let's, you know, let's hop in and get you there. And this right here is, 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 is your time to train. Yeah. That's a, it's, there is, there are shortcuts and that people make in their brain with almost every person. So there's just assumptions. Yeah. And so yeah. it will be like, Oh, uh, me, you know, uh, today I'm actually am wearing a gray hooded sweatshirt, but that's not what I normally wear. But, but you know, it is like, if you see that type of person that looks like me in a gray hooded sweatshirt, you assume some kind of technology mm -hmm. knowledge and like you, you got the, and it's, not always the case and um i think sometimes you do get afforded like extra street cred just being able to kind of look the part and that that part is a bummer and it's also kind of weird sometimes you're like i i, I can't i can't help i can't help you with this what just because i i choose to look like this does not mean i can help you with this problem right now um so that part's also weird it's just like an assumption well we'll ask adam to do it and you're just, yeah I don't, I don't know any better than you do. I don't know why, just because I look like this, you assume it, but you know, for the most part, there are like positive kind of stereotypes on that side of things. And, and so yeah. it's hard to, you can't be mad about that. You just, like you said, you just either you say, all right, well, let's figure out how to do it and let's get you there. Or, um, you know, you say, have you, you know, worked with somebody who actually knows what they're talking about? On this yeah. and <laughs> let's get you there. Let's I think find that person. Uh-huh. That's part of the, uh, part of the, I think uh, when, when folks, some folks come to the website and they may reach out to me for open office hours. And I always ask, well, how did you learn about ATDC? And then what brought you to me specifically? Because you, know, you can choose anybody on the website. And for those founders of color who reach out to me, um, they're just like, um, I just think we, we may have similar experiences. And, um, and so they feel more comfortable kind of talking about those grievances that, you know, they experience. And so luckily, as you, as you can tell from the way I speak about it, I'm not bitter about it. I'm like, come on, let's get it. Let's get it then. So this is, this is what I did to combat it. That's old school now. Maybe let's do this for you. Right. And so I try to just keep them going because just like what you said, we all take shortcuts like humans, you know, we're just human and shortcuts are actually 
good for the brain. It takes so much energy to process information and, and different things. People don't realize how many calories are burned just thinking um, throughout the day. And so I get that um, no matter what we do, people will still have biases. That's just part of being human. But, you know, how you treat people, um, you know, intentionally, that's not on auto autopilot, right? And so if that's the way that this operation is working, let me put some things in place, just like I did for myself. Like, let's, let's talk about some things you can put in place to help you kind of get past the, the starting point into the conversation. And to be honest with you, that landing page also helped me land my first customers, which my background has had nothing to do with how I could, how my product best helped them. It did let them know I had many years of experience in, in real estate and business, but my software, it had nothing to do with my landing page. But a lot of them were just like, wow, you know what? I saw your page and I, I'd love to meet with you to learn more about your product. They didn't go to the company page. They went to my personal page to learn about me and then wanted to talk about the product. And that's why there is so much emphasis on how personal branding um, is becoming increasingly important. I don't think it's gonna go backwards. To subscribe or listen to our back catalog, go to aflyonthecall.com.